Welcome back to Keeping It Real, the Vancouver and area residential real estate podcast that aims to give you the info that's really happening in our market without all that noise that you often hear. My name is Jackie McCarnan and I am your host for Keeping It Real. Today's episode's kind of special because I have a guest for the first time. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey everybody, so I promised you that I would have something super special for you today, and I do. I have a guest for the first time ever on Keeping It Real, and my guest is Victoria Ballantyne. She is the only female house inspector in the Lower Mainland, and she is my go-to inspector and also has become my friend over the last couple of years. Would you say? I guess we're friends, hey? Sure. Because we're just so awesome. We're like <laughs> natural together. Exactly. <laughs> we're basically the same person. Vic has done pretty much all of my inspections over the last couple of years. And we have a couple of stories about, we certainly have one really good story about when I had her do a pre-inspection, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, I mean, let's get to the boring stuff first. Why does everybody need an inspection when they're buying a home? Well, just to begin with, these days in this area, everybody is leveraged to the hilt when they buy a place. They don't have any extra money and an inspection can not only give you the big red flags of what expenses are coming down the pipe that you need to budget for, but my particular brand of inspection is to list and itemize all of the tiny little things too, just so that you understand the importance of them and how they can morph into big things if you don't fix them. They yeah, so that, you huge amounts of money. Yeah, that actually, for many of my clients, that's turned into like a checklist of stuff that they're going to do after they buy anyway. Exactly. And it's not expensive stuff. It's like, change your furnace filter. Why do you change your furnace filter? Well, here's a list of reasons why it's going to cost you $10,000 instead of $20. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So for those of you who have never seen an inspector at work, it's pretty funny. Well, not funny. I mean, I shouldn't say funny, but to me, it's funny. Fun of me? I am making fun of you. So Vic goes into places that I would never in a million years go. So I'll show up at an inspection. She's on the roof. She's in a crawl space. It's super gross to me, but she seems to like it. <laughs> I wouldn't say I love being covered in spiders and spider webs, but I love my job and that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> First time I saw Vic dressed up, I didn't recognize her. <laughs> uh, wait, okay, so I was thinking that... What you're saying is I need to invest in some pink camouflage formal attire? Yeah, well, yeah. So that's hilarious because all of Vic's um, inspection clothes are pink camo pants <laughs> in various states of destruction. <laughs> some are nice, some are faded. I have shorts too. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. With 50 million pockets. So I have a story that I want to tell about why I think that inspection is, I actually have two back-to-backs. But then I want you to I want you to think about what the most horrendous thing you found on inspection is. So in 2022, I had Vic do a pre-inspection of a family home in Lynn Valley. And the way the home was, uh, it had two levels and a crawl space. So the top level was a bathroom and the level below that was a bathroom. And then there was the crawl space underneath. And 
Vic found some moisture in the crawl space underneath those two bathrooms. So she went up to the first floor bathroom and found that there was moisture in the ceiling. And we disclosed that to all of the potential buyers. And then one of the buyers hired an inspector and the inspector came in and he poked his pencil into the ceiling of the downstairs bathroom and a massive chunk of drywall fell into the bathroom because it was wet, which we had disclosed. We told everybody it was wet. And the coolest part of this for me was because he did that, he exposed the pipe. They had to pay for the repair because they already knew that there was moisture there. And that inspector basically broke the ceiling. And my client then had access to the pipe, had a plumber come in, fix the pipe. They paid for it. They paid for the drywall. And then when we sold the house, it was in perfect condition, (laughs) which I love. That was a good one. Yes. And I have to say, I remember that. And that house was a very loved house. It was meticulously maintained and was just one of those things that you can't see happening behind the walls that I saw evidence of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's my favorite one. Oh, actually, the other one. Remember the one with the um, the furnace? What was it that it was leaking gas into the household? Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Savon on Marine. <laughs> that was not a meticulously maintained loved home. <laughs> no. that was the cosmetic lipstick on a pig renovation and Vic got in there and tell me what happened with that what was I don't remember what happened but it was in the rental suite downstairs yeah and there's a massive hole in the (laughs) venting for the furnace which is where the furnace vents all of the noxious gases out of yeah you called me and you're like get someone in here today (laughs) yeah These people are going to die if they're living here. So when I'm doing an inspection, it is purely for my client. And if they want to share with the realtor, give me permission to do that. I do not share anything that I find with the homeowners who have nothing to do with paying me to do an inspection. Yeah, like if I if I pay for you to do an inspection, a pre-inspection, you just tell me. Yes. Yeah. My report becomes a property of whoever's paying me to do it. Right. I don't share any information to outside sources about that unless I find a major safety concern, like life-threatening. Like the house is about to explode. Like a major carbon monoxide leak. <laughs> then I am required to <laughs> disclose that to the people living there. My client was super gung-ho on that house and we had done, it was in the time when everybody was making multiple offers and going in subject yeah, free with yeah, no inspection. Exactly. And and I insisted he get an inspection and he did not buy the house. That house, I'm sure it's not even there. Uh, yeah, I think There's actually so many things wrong with that house. <laughs> I've been driven by in a while, but yeah, you're probably right. It's probably gone. What have you, have you got any good stories on um, like what the worst thing you've seen is? I don't have an exact worst thing, but what I can tell you is I'm finding new builds have far more things wrong with them than older houses at this point. People seem to think that they don't need an inspection for new builds. When you say new, what do you mean? Like less than 10 years older? Oh, no. I mean, like it's just been finished for the developer and put on the market and no one's lived in it yet. I get asked why I think that is. And my own theory on that is that interest rates have gone up so high right now that there's just developers are bleeding money. Yeah, well, building materials are get it done as fast as possible. There's also a real shortage of trades right now. So 
developers are hiring anybody they can to do work and it's just not being done properly. Municipal inspectors are crazy overworked and oh God. there's a lot of stuff that they don't even look at. Like Okay, but if we're talking about a new build, doesn't it have a warranty like a ten five two or two has the two five ten warranty, but Oh, I said it backwards. It's much easier to get a list on a report from me of things that need to be fixed and hand it to them as soon as you decide you want the place for them to fix while you have them there. Because otherwise, you're going to be chasing down a developer, yeah. finding things piecemeal that you want addressed. And, you know, who knows how an HVAC system is supposed <laughs> to be set up? Well, I do, but chances are my buyers don't. No. When it's wrong, it's wrong and it needs to be fixed right away. It's all covered under warranty. So it's even better to have an inspection by me to give to your developer. So are we talking about single family homes or condos or both? Or? Both. So what would you do about a pre-sale? Like let, let's say my client buys at pre-sale today and it's not done until 2025. Would you come in and maybe after they do the deficiency review and just do a inspection? Yes, I have been doing them when people do walkthroughs. Right. But there's a lot of developers right now that are trying to ban people from doing that, <laughs> saying you can't come in with anybody except you and your spouse or partner. You can't even bring your realtor. You certainly can't bring an inspector with you. And that makes me nervous. It shouldn't make you nervous I, because you look you don't look like an inspector. So you could just go in with anybody and be like, who's this woman? Sure, but why are you taking the cover off that electrical pan? <laughs> now that you mention it, that might be one of the worst things I've ever found is it was a brand new place. My clients wanted me to come in and do, they'd already bought it, but they wanted me to come in and do an inspection just so that they would know if there was anything that needed to be addressed. There was no power in one of the bedrooms. And, you know, I do most of my inspections in a systematic approach. So I hadn't got to where the electrical panel was yet. And I just noticed like there's no lights and none of the outlets work. Who needs lights? Who needs power? And the <laughs> listing agent was there and it's like, oh, well, you know, that's probably just the panel, you know, it's probably been switched off the breaker. So I'll go find it. And they found it. And they're like, oh, yeah, look at this. The breaker's tripped. He said, you can just turn it back on and go back and test. And I said, well, no, I can't. They said, why not? And I said, I don't know the reason why that breaker's tripped. It might have tripped for some reason. Somebody else might have turned it off for some reason, but I don't know. Right. I need to look inside the panel and see what's going on. There was a major water leak into oh, the panel. my God. And this is a high-rise. Oh. So we don't know. And they'd had roof issues on this high-rise before. This is a new building. We have no idea. Oh. But there are people living in it already. Oh, no. But no one's lived in this particular suite yet. So you can't just fix the panel and replace the panel. You need to source where that water's coming from. And at that point, like, I don't know. You don't know. Right. Nobody knows whether it's coming from outside the building and it's a leak on the roof coming down or whether it's pipes somewhere. Like, nobody knows. So this place is uninhabitable until that gets settled because you cannot use that electrical panel at all. Like, the whole thing needed to be shut down. Good God. So then what's the next step? You tell whoever paid for the inspection that, and then it's up to them to get in touch with the developer. Yeah. And then hope that the developer doesn't say go pound sand or you don't have to go to court or you don't like. Yes. Yeah. If they do have to go to court, they have my report with pictures showing the state of everything and what I've written up about it. 
For anyone that listens to the show, you know that every week I pick a local business to talk about, and uh, this week's is super special and near and dear to my heart. It's not in North Van, it's not even in West Van, it's in Squamish. In fact, it is my daughter's new business, and it is called Plunge Wellness. Plunge Wellness is a cold plunge and sauna studio in Squamish, and it has been, my daughter Lane has been working on this for a couple of months. She's doing all the work herself. It's bloody amazing. She has done so much work and research, and I could not be more proud of her. I think that Plunge will be open before March of 2024, and you can find out way more information on her Instagram, Plunge Wellness, or her website, plungewellness. Gosh, I hope it's .com, but it might be .ca. Anyway, you should check out her Instagram because it's pretty spectacular, all the cool, fun stuff she's posting on there. Just the whole journey for a 25-year-old to get her own business off the ground. It's pretty cool to watch. Also, I now know how to build a wall. So there's that. And finally, as promised, and as I like to do, I like to kind of offer up my take on some sort of pop culture. And so I was coming back from Ontario last week on the plane and flying on Air Canada. And they didn't have a ton of movies that I hadn't seen, but one of them was Gran Turismo. And to be honest with you, I had not watched this movie because I was thinking, what do I care about race cars? But, you know, you got some hours to kill on the plane. So I watched it and I was absolutely delighted with this movie. I was blown away. I thought it was really well done. And then I found out it's a true story, which made it even more fun for me. I love it when the stories are cool and they're actually true. So if you have some time and you want to uh, have a little movie night, watch Gran Turismo. It was pretty cool. All right, let's get back to the fact that you are the only female in this industry, which, I mean, I've worked in some fairly male-heavy industries in my life. I hope it's better now than it used to be in the 90s or 80s. But first of all, like for me, it's really easy to see the advantages of having a woman do this. I'm not bashing men in any sense here, but I do find that some women, particularly you, in my opinion, and I always like to have that as a disclaimer, my opinion, everybody, I find you to be so diligent. Like you look for things that most people don't even think about. So, and I know other inspectors probably do that, but I do find your reports to be very easy to read, first of all. So my clients are able to read them, which is nice. They're always really good descriptions and really in good photos. But why do you think a woman is good at being an inspector? I don't want to be sexist, so I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. However, <laughs> caveat, there are differences between men and women. I read a study once on women versus men and directions. And men like turn left at Main Street, turn right at first. Right. Women, they're more attention oriented to detail. So you have, there's a big red house, turn at the red house. Right. You have a church on your left, go through that parking lot. That's definitely how my brain works. So it's details right. oriented instead of just fact oriented. And for me, my reports are very detail oriented and my descriptions are, I don't want to say colorful, <laughs> but it's not just your furnace is old. Right. I like to say your furnace is old. 
this is why that matters. Yeah. And I have noticed that in your reports. I like Because that. my passion is educating people. Right. Making a great road for them to move forward on home ownership. And I feel like I can't do that. I've seen so many different reports from different inspectors and there's none like mine yeah, out there. No. Well, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I've had different inspectors over the years and I definitely like your reports because first of all, I understand them. It doesn't seem quite so rocket scientist-y to me. Is that a word? Yeah, I'd stay away from jargon because yeah. if you don't understand what I'm saying, then you're not getting your money's worth from me. Yeah. Like if you tell me that my panel is, okay, I'm, these numbers are going to be completely incorrect because I don't know anything about panels, but 125 amps or volts or fuck, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Oops. Oh no. Oh my gosh. That's the first time I've sworn on the podcast, but I'm going to the best in people. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> Anyway, if you told me uh, 220 amps, I might not really realize what that means. I mean, I kind of do because I know that you have to have 220 to run a hot tub. That's basically, but if you told me that in a report, I wouldn't necessarily understand it. But I find that in your reports, you have an explanation of what that means. So I do, I do like that. Yeah. And I might not comment on the regular panel that was 120 amps. Thank you. But if I knew beforehand that you wanted to upgrade your home and put in a suite or put in EV charger or right. anything that's add a bunch of appliances, or if I saw a panel that was only 60 amps, I would definitely comment on that. I know insurance isn't going to cover you with that. So I would be commenting on that. All right. How many are you seeing of those these days? They're quite rare. Also, yeah. if I see fuses, <laughs> and for people that don't know, fuses and breakers are different. Fuses are the ones you have to screw in. And yeah, they have very, glass very at the end. old school. <laughs> yeah. And breakers are the ones that you flip on and off. I'm old enough to remember what fuses look like. Yes. I'm realizing that I am older. <laughs> and I know this, but my kids would have no idea what I was talking about. No, of course. So if you come across one of those, that's an insurance issue. They won't be covering you. You will be replacing it at your own cost, which is significant. Actually, that's another really good point to bring up about inspections in general. So often, if I have a house, a listing that is an older home, and somebody's been in it for 20 or 30 years, I always like to do the pre-inspection because I don't want to find any surprises. When somebody makes an offer, I don't want them to bring in an inspector and then try to reduce the offer by a significant amount based on what they found. I want to know what's there first, and then I disclose, and then we don't have a big argument about, yeah. And if you have my information and you know that it needs a new roof, you also have the time to be able to get quotes on that roof and know exactly how much it's going to cost yeah. and price it accordingly or use that in your negotiations. They say, I want 50 grand off asking because it needs a new roof. You can say, well, actually, I told you it needed a roof. Here's three <laughs> different quotes. Yeah. They all say this. Exactly. In lots of cases too, or not lots of cases, but occasionally you do run up against something that an insurance company won't insure like uh, that old, what's that old plumbing? Polybutylene. Polybutylene. Yeah, that's one. And we see quite a bit of that still, I think. Oh, it was used extensively. In the it, 80s? In the 80s and yeah. 90s. Yeah. And there's only a few insurance companies, I want to say one or two left that will cover you for that. Otherwise, they're going to give you insurance, but not cover you for any water damage that happens because of that. Yeah. So that's a big one, Poly B. There, and and insurance companies are just getting so nitpicky. There's more and more things being added to their lists mm. as we go along that they won't cover. <laughs> it's getting to the point where older electrical panels are now an issue. Great. They're only 25 years old and insurance companies aren't keen on having them in the house either. Yeah. I'm not surprised. 
Okay, so I wanted to ask you, let's say a young woman came to you and said, hey, I want to be a home inspector. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing so hard? (laughs) I would ask them why. And I would probably... Money, obviously. (laughs) So people ask me very frequently why I'm the only female home inspector in the Lower Mainland. Right. And I've had years to think about this answer. (laughs) And I always come to the same conclusion. Like I can't think of any other reason other than the fact that there are lots of women in the trades now. I go to BC tradeswomen meetings. Right. There's tons of them. They're all going into become electricians and plumbers. That's where all the money is. Women are smart. So why would they go into my particular craft, which is the lowest paying (laughs) of all of them? (laughs) You're smart. Why did you? I have over 25 years experience in construction and wanted to get out of that. And this was something that just spoke to me. I love helping people. Yeah. I love the detective aspect. I was just going to say it. I do notice <laughs> I get that to you, be Nancy yeah. Drew. You definitely like to look for the cause and effect. I do. I I've seen you do that, and it's pretty cool. I like watching that. But I'm never ever getting into an attic or a crawl space with you. I don't care what you see in there. I'm not. You'll have to take a photo, which I do. Which is probably why you like me. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. <laughs> not coming up on the roof. I'm not doing any of that shit. What else do you... Uh, second time you've sworn now. Oh, I know, right? Well, shit's not really. Uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you think people ought to know? What are you... Uh... I also really have a keen interest in working with property management companies because there are so many things. Like that, for rentals? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people who will fix something themselves instead of reaching out to their landlord or their property management company because they don't want to bother them. They don't want to risk their rent going up. Yeah. Rents are already astronomical. True story. They'll do anything to avoid that. And so often things that people do aren't done right and become major insurance problems. Yeah. So if they were to put in an outlet wrong or do anything that causes a fire, for example, or major damage to the home, the insurance company is instantly going to be all over you saying, well, you're not covered because... Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. That makes a lot of sense. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. That's very good to know. Uh, Well, I think probably that's it. Thank you so much for being my very first guest on Keeping It Real. I'm so honored to be Keeping It Real as your (laughs) very first guest. Thank you. I think, okay, so what I want you to do over the next year, because we'll have you back, and then over the next year, start collecting up stories. (laughs) Also, tell everybody the name of your company. My company is Allegiant Inspections. And how will people get in touch with you? Instagram? Yes, follow me on Instagram, definitely. I love to share tips and tricks to save money on home ownership. It is Allegiant underscore inspections. And Allegiant is just like the airlines. (laughs) Or if you're a football fan, like the Vegas Stadium. (laughs) Oh, good God. And you can also reach me 604-983-6918. And I'm M. Vic at AllegiantInspections.com. Thanks, Vic. Thanks for having me. That's it for this episode of Keeping It Real, the Vancouver and Area Residential Real Estate Podcast. I am always happy to hear your thoughts, and I am always interested in what you want to hear. You can get this anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcast, I guess Apple Podcasts, I hope so. Or you can go to northvanhomesales.com slash podcast and access it from there. Have a great week.